Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi guys, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing great. And I mean that sincerely. I hope that you are having this amazing blend of what's going on in your work life and what's going on in your personal life. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Notice that I use the word blend because a lot of people call it work-life balance. And I'm totally opposed to that idea. And here's why. When you think of balance, you think of opposing factors. So think of like a teeter-totter or think of a scales. If you put more of something on one side, then the other side is going to go up. It's going to be lighter. And so I think that that puts your professional side of your life and your personal side of your life on opposing sides. I want you to think of it as blend. So think of it as kind of like a recipe. And sometimes that recipe is going to call for more work ingredients in it. And sometimes that recipe is going to call for more life ingredients in it. But it all mixes in there together to make this beautiful thing that's called your life. And so we're going to talk today about what happens. What what are your options when one of those sides of the ingredients, whether it's your work ingredients, your life ingredients, needs more attention? What do you do about that other side of your life? What And also what options do you have? So what I want to really emphasize today is that you always have a choice when it comes to what you put into your mixture. It may feel like you don't. It may feel like you're you're backed into a corner. You have no options, but I promise you, you always do. So I'm going to give you some ideas today, not because I think that I'm giving you an exhaustive list and not because I think that these particular situations are going to happen to you, but rather I just want to get you thinking about the possibilities and how you might handle these situations. So the first scenario is you've gotten a promotion. So you've got this new promotion at work. It's going to have a fairly steep learning curve with you with it and you're going to hit the ground running on a big project and it's due pretty soon. So you're really under the gun from day one with this project. So again, may feel like you don't have any options, but you do. It may feel like well, I'm just not going to have a life for the next three months or six months. I'm just going to work. But you do have options. So here, here are some ideas. So number one, you could turn the promotion down. You could decide that you don't want to do that amount of work. You don't want to be under the gun with this project, and so you're going to turn it down. And I think it's always useful when you think of these options to really think about what's the worst case scenario and can I accept that? So let's say the worst case scenario in turning the promotion down is that they actually fire you. Are you okay with that? Would that be the worst thing in the world? Maybe it would be. Maybe you love your company, you love your job, you really want this promotion. I'm just giving you possibilities and ways to think about this that will serve you better. So another option would be to negotiate with your new boss for help with the project. So he's hired you, he obviously wants you to do this job, and you're simply saying to him, here's an area where I really need the help in order to be successful in this project. And so that's going to take a little bit of the load off of you and maybe give you a little bit more of that life ingredient back. You could also decide, I'm going to start looking for a new job that won't require as much of my time and attention. So I'll take the promotion. Um, Or maybe I turn that promotion down, but I am going to start looking for another job because I just don't like the direction that this is going. I don't want to work this hard. 
perhaps you're going to seek help with your life in doing the things that you don't love to do, whether that's cleaning or grocery shopping, running errands, uh, whatever it is in your life that you can take off of your plate, those ingredients that you can take out of the mixture for your life so that you can have more quality time. And that's going to be one of the um, themes kind of today is, is when you have less time, less ingredient in one area of your life, how can you make the most of the ingredients that you do put in there? And then finally, can you eliminate some time stealers, time stealers from your personal life in favor of doing more meaningful things? So for many of us, that's watching television, but really looking at my life and saying, hey, I'm willing to let go of X. I'm going to go on a television diet for the next six months while this project is going on because I don't want to minimize the time that I spent with my friends and family or whatever this other thing is that you love to do. You really, I think that these kind of circumstances give you a great op opportunity to look at your life and evaluate your priorities and really make sure that you're living your life in alignment with those priorities. So let's take a different situation. Let's imagine that one of your parents has just been given a terminal diagnosis and you are the obvious choice to be the primary caregiver during this illness. So again, may feel like you don't have any options, may feel like how on earth am I going to add this huge responsibility in with an already completely full work and, and home life schedule. I'm already, you know, packed to the gills. How am I going to do this? What am I going to have to give up that I love doing? And I really want you to think about this a little bit different way. So again, from a solutions perspective, so one thing is, who can I ask for help? Are there other family members who can get on a schedule in, in other words, so I can depend on them to provide help in rotation with me. Is there a service, a, um, you know, is there hospice? Is there some sort of community agency that could provide some of the help and take some of the load off of, of you? Could you seek a facility that would provide your parent with the needed care? So is it appropriate and can you financially manage putting your parent into a good quality facility you're still going to go see them maybe every day but the every hour responsibility is off your plate the, the, the weight is lifted and you're willing to spend that money and maybe you've got family members who will chip in and help with that money as well in order to make sure that parent gets the best care and, and not um, stretch any of you too thin you could quit your day job so that you focus entirely on your parents. Now that's a financial decision and not all of you would be able to make it. But again, I want you thinking of options and thinking of what's the worst thing that could happen if I did this and am I willing to live with that? You could also ask for a leave of absence from your job. So through FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act, are, is it qualifying? Is this a qualifying event where you could take time off? It's without pay unless you have vacation time or sick leave time that you can use, but it does guarantee that your job is there for you when you come back. Or could you speak with your boss about sharing some of your workload? So you go to your boss, you say, here's what's going on in my life right now, and I'm going to need X. This is kind of what my life is going to look like for the next six months or whatever. And... When I really looked at work, I don't want to. I don't want to take a leave of absence. I don't want to quit my job. I, I need the money. However, if you could help me by finding me some support in this area over here, or you can take this thing off of my plate, 
I can do this. I know that I can do this. So you go to your boss with solutions, not just problems, but with possible solutions for the, pro for the situation. And there's probably a whole lot more solutions that you can think of. I'm just trying to kind of get you thinking about how you might think of this circumstance, because if you've heard any of my podcasts before, I talk about the fact that circumstances are neutral. They are not negative. They are not positive until we have a thought about them. So I want you to look at that neutral circumstance and decide how you want to think about it. And I, what I don't want you doing is thinking things like, oh, I'm trapped, or how am I going to manage this, or my life is over, or some of that real victim kind of blaming and mentality. So I also want to, I want to talk a little bit about kind of when your life is heavy in one part or the other. So you're going to have to put more work ingredients in, you're going to have to put more life ingredients in. What can you do with that other side of your life to make the most of it? so that the time that you do have off from work is quality time. The time that you are at work is quality time. So I wanna give you some ideas to kind of make the most of that mixture that you're making called life. So work, so let's say life is taking a lot of your time right now and you want to keep your job and you wanna make the most of your job, what can you do to show up as the best version of yourself at work? So one thing that I find incredibly satisfying is completing a project that I've had kind of in the works for a really long time. I think that does something beautiful internally. There's that sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. And also externally, you're showing your boss, you're showing your peers, you're showing your direct reports, whoever it is, that you're still showing up and that you're still committed 100% to the work. So I think that having that very um, visual evidence that you are operating at, at full capacity is beautiful. Another thing that I think is tremendously helpful when, when life is <laughs> taking you away from work a lot is how can you organize your physical space, maybe your computer files. I think there's something very, um, oh, there's something very cathartic about cleaning up your physical space and, and the energy just moves differently. I know that I was doing a program a few years ago and the coach that I was working with had us clean up our physical space. And this wasn't because I had a lot going on on my life plate, uh, but yet it was to kind of attract clients better. And I was amazed at I took before and after pictures and I was amazed at the difference. And I am a very neat person. So I think my my before pictures look better than a lot of people's after pictures would look and yet I, I got such a sense of satisfaction and felt so different in my workspace after I did that. I also I think computer files are interesting in that that's something that you know if you find that you have to let's say be at someone's bedside for an extended period of time you could still have your laptop with you and you could maybe do some computer file organization and feel a real great sense of satisfaction about that. Another thing I, you might want to think about doing is getting on a committee or a project that isn't hugely time consuming, but will give you a lot of return for your investment of, you know, in terms of your professional reputation and your career. So you're thinking in terms of, you know, maybe you're going to be dropping um, some things, which is one of the suggestions I'm going to give in a minute. So maybe you're kind of paring down some things that aren't so necessary. And, in, and instead, you're going to go on to this committee or this project that, while not taking a huge amount of time, will give you a great sense of satisfaction, a great return for your career. 
Also, I want you to think about what part of your job do you enjoy the most? What do you get the most satisfaction with? And how much more deeply can you go into that area? So is it the creative aspect of your work? Is it the analytical aspect of your work? Is it the organizational aspect of your work? Is it the communication aspect of your work? Whatever it is you love doing, I think when you're extremely stressed from what's going on at home and and your time at work maybe has been limited, what can you do more of at work so that that satisfaction is even greater and you feel like you're contributing even more within your zone of genius? And then finally, and this is what I talked about a moment ago, really looking at what you're already doing to see what could be either eliminated or kind of put on the back burner or delegated. So I, I remember when I was at the last university that I worked at, I had taken initiative to start this committee that was campus-wide. So we had people from all over campus on this committee that was trying to create a student, um, student employee training program. So we didn't have anything campus-wide. It was all left up to the individual departments. And so some students got really great training on things like customer service and telephone skills and, and, I don't know, those kinds of things, and then others didn't get anything at all. So we were trying to create a standard template that everybody needed, the, the pieces of the, of the puzzle that any department would need, and provide that in on a, like an online training forum so that there was this basic amount of information and training that everybody was getting. And then, of course, departments would have to do department-specific training. And that project became a huge bear for one thing, but it also, um, I had started it before the, you know, the, the, our economy sort of crashed in 2008. And what that did was it severely limited departments funds for student workers. And so all of a sudden this thing didn't, seem maybe as important in lieu of kind of some of the other things that were going on on campus and it there weren't going to be as many people impacted by it and I was being pulled in a lot of different directions as well so I made the decision to shelve that to um, kind of put that on I it really I took it off the stove I didn't even put it on the back burner I never did pick it back up again and I don't know whether anybody else has picked it up, but it was something I had done. I had taken the initiative for it. Nobody else was asking me to do that. And it just made sense given kind of a new set of circumstances. So that was a case of something that I eliminated. But is there something else that maybe you could put on the back burner? There's this pet project that you really like that you could, you know, you're not getting rid of it, but you can put it on the back burner until your circumstances change. And is there, are there certain tasks that could be delegated so somebody else can do them? They need to get done. They just don't have to be done by you and um, you can delegate them. So what if work is taking a lot of your time and you're wanting to maximize your home, your life ingredients, your, your, your free time to make the most of it? So I want to give you some suggestions here. Number one, make time for exercise, right? So when I talk to folks who are stressed out at work, they're working really long hours, inevitably the two things I hear about that have gone down the tubes are any kind of exercise and they're not getting enough sleep. So I want to address both of those. So what I think it's a matter of here is 
really setting your priorities. So as I said at the outset, I think that this provides a great opportunity for you to reevaluate your life and set priorities. And so looking at what do I do, really actually maybe even mapping out what I spend my time, my free time on, and what of those things are most important to me that I want to keep. And I would encourage you, please, make time for exercise. Um, so a couple of ways that you can think about that is, you know, is the exercise that I'm getting now, is, is that the kind of exercise that I want to get in this time of stress? Or is there something else I could do that maybe would address the stress better, right? So I've got this huge commitment at work. It's taking a lot of time, a lot of my mental energy. And so is the exercise that I get now, is that the best form? Or is something like yoga, do I want to, do I want to shift into something else? Do I want to take up a boxing class because I just want to beat the crap out of something to get my exercise and get my tension out? So it's, it's two things. It's, am I doing the right kind of exercise to release the stress and kind of restore equilibrium? But also, do I have, what, what, what can I do that will fit in the time requirements that I do have? So I, I alluded to this, I want, to make, I want you to make sure you're getting enough sleep. So that's definitely number two, is make sure that you are getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise. Number three, I want you to look at time wasters. And I, I mentioned earlier, and I think it's a huge one, and I know I'm guilty of it, and that's watching TV. So I think what many of us do is we buffer with television, we turn it on, you know, they've done EKGs if people are watching TV and there's like no brain activity going on. And so I think it's a way for us to shift into neutral and kind of avoid our life. Uh, I would argue that that doesn't serve you. I'm not saying that you have to eliminate television or anything from your life, but maybe you can put yourself on a diet where you're only getting 30 minutes of television a day or you're only watching television on weekends, whatever serves you. Now, if TV is something that is hugely satisfying and rewarding to you, then that's probably not the thing you're going to want to get rid of. But just look at those potential time wasters. Next, I want you to get creative with your meals. So next to or maybe as important as the exercise and the sleep is the food. And what I see a lot of people do when they get into high stress and high time commitment situations at work is they start eating a lot of takeout, they are grabbing fast food, they're not worried about nutrition, they're not looking at balance in the food, and they are, they're sacrificing their health essentially, and that's, gonna, that's going to pay off big in a bad way. So what can you do to eliminate the time that's spent in preparation without sacrificing the food quality. So get creative here and think about how can I fuel my body with really healthy, nutritious food in the least amount of time? Is there a meal delivery service I could purchase? Are there pre-made healthy meals that I could pick up from someplace? Or is there some sort of a service where I work that will provide meals for me? Like there's a cafeteria there and they have a good healthy option and maybe I can take food home in the evening from that facility. So think about that. Maybe you have a family member who is who loves to cook and would and maybe is already cooking quite a bit for for a family and would be glad to portion off some portions of those foods for you. Just get creative. Next, I want you to really think about the activities that you engage in that re restore your equilibrium. So what do you love to do when 
a Saturday or a Sunday is open for you and you've got all the time um, that you want, what do you do with it? What do you like? What will restore your equilibrium? So here are some possibilities. Is it reading, right? So for me, that's a huge one. Yesterday, uh, yesterday was Sunday for me and I got up early, took my dog for a nice long walk and then we went to a local coffee shop and I sat outside and had a really good iced coffee and just read this book and then I came home and it was it was such a good book I sat out on my porch it started raining and I sat on the porch um, my screened in porch and while it rained and I read some more and then I went to bed early enough to read and it was just this heavenly thing because that to me is just the is the best do you love to cook so can you have some fun in the kitchen cooking baking uh, whether you're creating your meals to have your nutritious meals during the week whether you're going to cook and have people over whatever it is and for some people it's not just cooking it's the whole process so it's going to the farmer's market and picking out fresh vegetables or they love to go to the grocery store or to the you know the health um, market and get really good nutritious ingredients so if you love that go for it for a lot of people, especially women, I think crafting really restores equilibrium. So whatever the craft thing, you know, whatever you like to make or create in crafting is really great. For some people, and this is a big one for me as well, it's getting out in nature. So get me out of the city, get me away from cars, away from other people, get me out in the woods with my dog, and it's fabulous and I love it. Is it spending time with friends and family? So that's a huge uh, restore restorative activity for you you want to make sure that you build in that time maybe it's learning so you want to you love learning something it, it needs to have nothing to do with work you don't you don't want to learn anything that will help you in your profession but you are studying a foreign language or you're learning about a different country and whatever it is you just love to learn um, or maybe it's watching something like I love to watch doc really good documentaries that's that once they really get my brain going Maybe it's writing. So um, I have a lot of people in my sphere who are writers. And I think one of their biggest challenges is finding those that time to write. And particularly if you're doing a day job. I have a, a friend that I'm in a mastermind with right now who, God bless her, she works a full-time job at Florida State University. And yet she is really writing and being very prolific with her writing. And she's doing this by being very, atten very attentive to how she schedules her time and very intentional about making her writing a priority. Or maybe it's making art or music, so drawing, painting, uh, singing, performing with an instrument are things that really restore you. So I think it's, it's so important, especially during these times when work is taking a lot of your, um, it, it's filling up a lot of your mixture, it's, it's a lot of the ingredients to really think about what do I love most to do? And I can only think about, you know, when I think about this and I, and I give you these suggestions, I'm, I'm thinking about how yesterday was just so restorative for me. And it's not that I've been completely stressed out about work at all. It's not like I've spent a ton of my, uh, you know, more hours on work lately. But my weekends do tend to get away with, get away from me sometimes. And sometimes I feel like I don't necessarily get to do what I really want to do on the weekends. And so yesterday was very intentional to just be and get out of nature with my dog and then read and then cooked a good meal and it was just a beautiful experience and so when you have those times where it's not going to be quantity that you're going to have in your you know outside of work you're going to really want to focus on that quality 
So the bottom line for you then is to really make sure that your ingredients are meaningful for you. I think that these kind of situations present a really great opportunity for us to evaluate our lives and evaluate how we are spending our time. I've often heard it say that the one, you know, expendable um, asset that we have in our lives is our time. And, you know, it's, once it's gone, we never get that back and we can't, you know, recreate that and we can't duplicate that. And so I think it's really important to look at how you're spending your time, especially especially during those periods of high stress in one area or the other, to make sure we're getting the best return on our investment for that other part of the blend. And so when your work has to be diminished because of stuff that's going on in your personal life, make sure you're focused on the most important aspects of your job. Get the most bang for your buck. Put things on the back burner. Uh, delegate. Talk to your boss about getting help. When life has to sacrifice because of everything that's going on at work. Look at how you can get help for the things that you don't really love doing and make sure that you are spending quality time doing the things that are most important to you, that you're not, uh, you're not sacrificing those most important aspects of your personal life. So I hope this has been helpful. As always, I want you to sign up for an upcoming webinar. So if you uh, look in the show notes for today's show, you'll see a link that'll take you to this month's webinar information. Every webinar is the same format in that there is 30 minutes of content followed by 30 minutes of Q&A slash live coaching by me. So check out that link and see what the topic is for this month, when it is, how to sign up, all that stuff, and hook up with me so that I can help you further. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.